This is Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. And for this Thursday, June 15th, we say good morning to Sarah Dockersluth. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Gary, and welcome to Wellspring, a weekly radio show sponsored by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital, part of Corewell Health. Ottawa County's Community Health Needs Assessment, or as we're going to refer to it sometimes as the CHNA, is underway right now. You may not have heard about the CHNA or know how the assessment impacts you. Here to tell us more is Michaela Andrea from the Healthy Ottawa Advisory Council. Good morning, Michaela. Good morning, and thank you for having me today. And thanks for what you and others have done with the CHNA. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your role on the Healthy Ottawa Advisory Council. Sure, yeah. So I work at Holland Hospital. I am a director here and my role is very diverse. Um, and one of the things that I get to do um, as a part of my role is participate on the Healthy Ottawa Advisory Council as the Holland Hospital representative. So many of us our listeners might not have heard of the Healthy Ottawa Advisory Council. So tell us more about the council and its work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the Healthy Ottawa Collaborative is a group of hospitals and local nonprofits um, working to improve the health of Ottawa County. Um, our goal and our tagline for Healthy Ottawa is helping you and your loved ones get and stay healthy. Um, I thought I could share just a little bit about the history of the um, Healthy Ottawa Advisory Council. Um, and it's a fairly long one. We actually began our work together in 2010. Um, and at that time, our three area hospitals, along with the Greater United Way of Ottawa and Allegan County, Ottawa County Department of Public Health and Community Mental Health of Ottawa County, um, formed this collaborative team. And the reason for that is because we wanted and needed to turn a mandate that was required in the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act into an opportunity for our community um, in a way that would benefit all of the partners and the community as a whole. Um, so in 2011, um, we implemented a robust assessment which focused on identifying and defining our local health issues, concerns, and needs. And since that first community assessment, which is now 12 years ago, the team has grown and now we support a sustainable and ongoing system, um, which evaluates health needs and assets, as well as leading members from the public and private sectors. Um, and we just work collectively as a community to build a plan um, to tackle identified priorities that arise from those assessments. Um, and ultimately to um, improve the community health as a whole. So I know I mentioned- You know, Michaela, oh. I, I'm gonna jump in and I was gonna say, you know, what's really exciting about this, when you talk about the history, you talk about that collaboration, um, you know, of those community partners. And I just want to commend, you know, all of the organizations that are working together to, to benefit the health of our community. So go on to share what you were going to tell um, our listening 
audience. Yeah, so I just, I really just wanted to reiterate um, the members of the Healthy Ottawa Advisory Council. I know I made reference to them, um, but uh, Holland Hospital is represented, Community Spoke, United Way of Ottawa and Allegan Counties, Community Mental Health of Ottawa County, Trinity Health Grand Haven, Ottawa County Department of Public Health, and then Cornwall Health West in New Zealand. Um, and yeah, to your point, you know, it is a special relationship um, that we have, a collective partnership. Um, not every community has this. Um, so we, we recognize that it's, it's different and unique. And I think all of the partners are really grateful that we have this collaborative approach that benefits all of us. So the community health needs assessment is one of Healthy Ottawa's efforts. So for those of people who are listening and they may never have heard of the CHNA, what is it and why is it important? Yeah, sure. So the overall objective of the community health needs assessment, which again, the CHNA for short, is to obtain information and feedback from a wide variety of respondents. Um, we get input from Ottawa County residents, healthcare professionals um, working in that sector, key community leaders in various industries. And the feedback um, encompasses a wide range of health and healthcare topics um, that's used to gauge the overall climate of healthcare in Ottawa County. Um, we use uh, a lot of different sources for the, um, the report that's generated. A lot of the sources are used from our survey itself, um, but we also use comparative data from um, statewide data and national data um, to evaluate how Ottawa County is in relationship to um, other areas too. So you mentioned that you started in 2010. So how many times did you start right in 2010 with a first assessment? And what assessment will this be? And what kinds of things are you researching in the process? Yeah, yep. Um, so our um, advisory council was established in 2010. And then in 2011, we conducted our first CHNA. Um, and the CHNA is something that reoccurs every three years. Um, so this year we are on our fifth iteration of the community health needs assessment, um, but we've had um, this process um, previously in 2011, like I said, also in 2014, 2017, and 2020. Um, and I, I guess what I would say is because you've done it for your fifth year, you have the opportunity to see trends, don't you? Because you're asking, you know, the same questions or similar topics so you can really see um, how the health of community could be changing. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So there's lots of trend data that we evaluate both for what's happening kind of in a longitudinal way in Ottawa County um, and also kind of how that compares to state and national um, trends too. So that is, um, we have many benefits of that collaborative partnership, but we know that what we can gather and um, kind of um, synthesize as a result is stronger and better because of that collaborative partnership um, than what we could each do individually um, as standalone agencies. My guest is Michaela Andrea from the Healthy Ottawa Advisory Council and we are talking about the Community Health Needs Assessment. 
So who gets to participate in the CHNA process? Yeah, sure. So I'm going to highlight kind of our four core um, surveys that comprise the CHNA, um, and they are four distinct surveys. Um, the first is our key stakeholder survey, um, and that is conducted conducted through an in-depth telephone interview. Um, and the target audience of that is um, healthcare leaders in the community. So directors, executive directors of agencies and organizations. We also gather information in our key informant survey. And that is an online survey that um, people, providers and staff working in the healthcare sector complete um, so examples of types of roles that would participate in our key informant would be physicians, nurses, social workers, pharmacists, dent dentists. Um, so the people actually providing the care to our community members. We also have the resident survey on health that is um, conducted via a paper survey and um, community members that are kind of targeted for that survey include underserved and more vulnerable populations. Um, and then finally, our behavioral risk factor survey, which is a telephone survey, um, and all Ottawa, Ottawa County residents age 18 and older are eligible um, to be randomly selected for, for participation um, in that survey. Um, I can give a, uh, an example of kind of the amounts of survey respondents from our last cycle, if that would be helpful. Um, in 2020, we had about 1,200 Ottawa County adults that participated in that behavioral risk factor survey. Uh, roughly 350 um, participated in our resident survey on health. Again, that's that vulnerable and underserved population. We had nine key stakeholders participate and about 120 key informants. So, so you really are getting a good representation of the community by those numbers. You yeah. mentioned that the behavioral risk factor survey is happening right now, and that's a phone survey, correct? So if people are getting a call, um, they're asked to consider participating, correct? They have the option to be able to participate. So what if someone would like to opt out of the survey altogether, or if there are some of the questions from the survey that they just don't feel comfortable answering? Um, walk us through that process. Sure, yeah. So the um, Behavioral Risk Factor Survey is a completely voluntary survey. Um, no one is required or obligated to participate. And um, anyone who receives a call can simply decline that initially. Um, or if someone is maybe willing to answer some, but not all of the survey, that's an option too. So there's um, encouragement and appreciation for people who do participate. Uh, we would like to have a, you know, a good sample of respondents, um, but there's no obligation. How long does that survey usually take? Yeah, about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, so it's a little bit of time, but um, in total, not a huge time investment. So, okay, so that survey is going on right now. What happens after the data has been collected? Yeah, good question. So the data is collected and then a summary report is generated. 
Um, from that summary report, there will be a community presentation to kind of outline the research methods that were used and to highlight the results. Um, also to speak to those trends that you um, referenced earlier as well. And then from there, we um, develop a plan and our plan is called the Healthy Ottawa Plan. And we use that to really start making more meaningful work toward identifying or rather addressing what those um, healthcare needs or areas for improvement really are. Um, so people will have the opportunity to hear about that. And when will that um, report come? Is it usually about in the fall? Is that when it comes out? Yep, yep. So um, we anticipate the report should be finalized uh, around November. Um, and then that community presentation will follow um, in the typically the next few months. So late fall, maybe sometime in the winter, depending on timeline. Um, so that would be um, an opportunity to see um, the results of that uh, for the community. So we have a few minutes left. Michaela, um, what have vast assessments identified as the greatest community health needs? Yeah, so um, the last assessments have identified three main areas, including mental health, access to health care, and then healthy behaviors. And healthy behaviors include things like access to healthy foods and physical activity. So, so as a result of, you know, learning about some of those three key needs, have there been collaborations or community strategies that have resulted um, as a result of this assessment? Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's that's kind of the, the whole um, intent of this is to make meaningful use and improvements as a result of those outcomes. A couple of the things that have occurred as a result of those identified needs include Ottawa Food, um, which aims to ensure community members have access to healthy and local foods, affordable foods. Ottawa Pathways to Better Health, which helps with access to um, community services. Thrive Ottawa, um, which um, works to address and link people who have experienced uh, adverse childhood experiences. And then finally, the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention Coalition. Thank you for being here, Michaela, and for all of the work that that group has done. Until next week, Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital, part of Corewell Health, wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.